hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we usually watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we talk about it, but today on a very special Parks and Conversation. It's a Parks and Retrospection situation. Because uh, we're just going to do a recap of this whole journey that we've been on. And so the people on this journey are myself, I'm Jason, and I'm joined by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, Jason? So, so good. It is, uh, it's weird to be coming to an end for this, uh, this series, uh, 126 episodes. Wow. And we started this in, uh, 20, in the spring of 2020 mm-hmm. as COVID was, uh, you know, raging. Like it was like, what else are you going to do other right. than watch TV? Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody started podcasts and we were one of those people. Yeah. Right. All of my plants have died. I don't do sourdough bread anymore. Um, right. yeah, the, all my, my Zentangle drawings have fallen to the wayside, but this is the one thing that I've kept through COVID besides my brain fog. Yeah. But other than yeah. that, yeah, this is, this has been great. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a journey for sure. And, uh, you know, the, the weirdness of it is temporary because after this, we'll, uh, start walking through another episode in the sure verse, uh, and it's, uh, Brooklyn nine, nine. So, you know, li- listener start, start binge watching that now. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So the plan today was to kind of do a l- little look back over uh, over the series and share some of our favorite things. Uh, we have an email from listener Christy, uh, and we'll share some of her favorite things as well. Uh, but then, so yeah, we're just going to do our top fives and then overall favorite character arc, and then some grab bags of bits and jokes that, uh, that we loved throughout the series. So that's kind of the retrospection. So it's, it's like a clip show, only there's no clips and there's no show. Like you're not going to see anything. There's only this. <laughs> it's just too, Middle-aged white guys talking into microphones, which is the whole podcasting ecosystem. We're doing our part. <laughs> We're keeping it alive. Someday people will look back and say, like, why did, why did podcasting take off? And we'll just say, um, kept a lot of white guys out of trouble. It's not. It's really not for the listener. I think it's, it's just <laughs> therapy for us. You know, it's just yes. <laughs> it's, nobody has to listen to this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, but thank I, you, but thank you yeah. for listening. If you are <laughs> for the the tens of people who listen, mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. so much for yeah. uh, being a part of this journey with us. And we would still love to hear from you. Sure. Uh, and so maybe uh, I know people like are time shifting as they're listening to this. And so if like right now it's October, uh, twenty twenty three, uh, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, and uh, if you are listening to this in, uh, you know, June fourteenth. 2048 and you're like oh wow yeah that's a great show from my grandparents day uh and you were like i'd like to write to those people well send an email parks and conversation at gmail.com and uh we'll uh probably talk you still be talking about something so uh yeah i mean people st- keep making tv but by then it's probably going to just be like a contact that you put into your eye and you watch the whole series mm-hmm. uh and you enjoy it in an afternoon and you're like oh yeah that was pretty good um which sounds uh, terrible, actually, <laughs> to have 
that method. So I'm sorry I put that into your dreamscape. But anyway, um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's jump into this. Enough enough jibber jabber. How about some more jibber jabber? Yeah, let's get to the real jibber jabber. Yeah, let's start with email from Christy. Town forum. A town forum. Here it is. Uh, The last of our town forums uh, email. uh, We got an email from Christy. We asked for some feedback and uh, she wrote all of the reasons she loves all of the people. And there's a lot of them. Uh, And uh, I'm not going to read all of the main cast, but I do want to start with uh, her secondary characters. Uh, She says the Saperstein's are the worst in the best way, Mm -hmm. uh, which is absolutely true. Every one of them, all three are terrible uh but then dr saperstein like chris and ann like you can't help but love him uh right. with his when he's actually being doctor but when he's parent when he's, he's terrible, mr saperstein yeah he's terrible and i can see why his kids are terrible so there's that uh the media personalities are ridiculous of course uh the the work with government officials as broad stereotypes is uh too true, too true. And uh, the townspeople fighting about everything. I mm-hmm. also can definitely relate to that with people just fighting about everything. Uh, uh, do they though? There's always, yes. <laughs> there's one right now. Somebody just being disagreeable, just to disagree. Do they though? Aren't, we don't disagree I, with you. I don't this. think I, I don't think I'm. <laughs> I'm not bad. I'm just saying, I mean, people can offer a different opinion without being. Mm -hmm. Wow. Some, some people are just super sensitive, but you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Some people are. You're so Mm -hmm. agreeable. You know, I try to just be a a get along guy, you know, just, yeah, let's just get along. Yeah. Like Ron Dunn. Exactly. You know, when I feel like a conversation is over, I, it just simply ejects itself. Uh, so I just walk away and just, just uh, walk into the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Baby snow. Well, uh, Chrissy's favorite moment, mm-hmm. uh, she, that she wrote down was when Anne draws April and Ron into a weird medical story and Ron calls her the wrong name at the end. And he explains in his talking head that when people get too chummy, he deliberately calls them by the wrong name to let them know he doesn't care about them. Mm-hmm. April says it's a genius move and he thanks her. And she responds, you're welcome, Lester. <laughs> and Ron grins. It's great. I do love that. That is a great moment. And uh, it's something that I wish you could do in real life sometimes. Uh, but it's the problem is, move. it's <laughs> a power move. And yeah. the, the problem is, I already forget people's names anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, champ. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's not really, it wouldn't be super effective for me. Um, so... But yeah, thank you, Christy, for letting us know uh, and sending your email. And again, listener, even if you're listening uh, on your Martian colony in 2132, uh, we'll be dead, Jeremy mm-hmm. and I, but you could, the email lasts forever. So send an email to parksandconversation at gmail.com and whoever is uh, running the archive of our work at that time, like some kind of presidential library, uh, they'll still be checking that email. Well, I'm working, I'm working on a... a- Jason and Jeremy AI. Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. So basically this will, this will just, co- I mean, just write in the shows will redo themselves. It, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, get that started and then that'll really free up our, our Friday mornings. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We could work on it. 
we could like i don't know do a different podcast yeah that'd be great uh that would be great <laughs> do something else uh the yeah the the fun thing about ai and technology is how it you know, we watch these things from our childhood, like the Jetsons mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, and it seems like technology is going to make our lives easier. But with every technological advancement, I feel like I am just getting busier. Trying to feed the machine. So as you build your AI, at your mm-hmm. AI, make it better. Make it, at, to quote, to quote uh, the... Pawnee Today person. Oh, man. Why am I blanking on her name? Joan. Uh, yeah, Joan. Make it less bad. Joan Calamezzo. Uh, <laughs> that took way too long <laughs> for my brain. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, whatever you can, just make it less bad. Uh, recre- I'm spelling is hard when you're talking. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? I, I want a list of Parks and Recreation characters. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many so there are so many it's right. great that's what makes the show great all yes. of the different characters so many so and many characters our original cast the ones they bring in the ones that leave secondary characters yeah tertiary characters even tertiary quadertiary uh so uh let jeremy let's talk about our top five episodes okay Top five, and we'll start with number five, and we'll work our way down. And uh, we'll, uh, if we have the same one, that would just be funny uh, mm-hmm. and cool. But as we will do our top fives, so we'll share the thing, each one share our item, and then we'll talk about why we okay. chose that. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Jeremy, what is your number five? Number five. See, I had, yeah, I, I just can't give a straight answer because I have to, you know, preface everything. This was really difficult from the standpoint that there are so many episodes and I put such little time into organizing this. Um, but I'm going to go with I just went with things that stuck out. Like I try to approach this like what just jumps out like I don't don't go with what's popular. What do you remember about Parks and Rec? And uh, a lot of the earlier episodes came up for me. If I if we don't do kind of the end, I think that the the finale or the last two one the one final ride one and two is up there. Um, but number five for me, I think I'm gonna go with the hunting trip. Ah, classic the hunting hunting trip. Um, the whole gang, their shots fired. Ron's you know his, the back of his head. Bula bula bula. Um, Leslie being Leslie trying to prove herself. Um, you know, just, uh, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy that episode out in the woods away from the office. Uh, so yeah, the hunting trip, number five. All right. Uh, my number five is Greg Pakaitis. Man, you just, you're so much faster at this than I am. <laughs> uh, it's saying, not a race. Saying, but... th- saying things <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Yeah. So you kind of gave all your reasons for why you chose number five. Yeah. Um, so I'll give my reasons for Greg Pakaitis. Yeah, please. Uh, because I, I love the way that it is. Act, the story is actually told uh, as a, you know, it's revealed to us later what Pakaitis was up to. Mm-hmm. And then you watch it again and it actually they, it played by its own rules. Right. So I really enjoyed that that fact of the story like Pekaitis is in the shots 
uh, even in the for courtyard. just a few frames. Yeah, he yeah. really was there. Yeah, and so those kinds of things, I love that stuff. Uh, I love things that are able to be rewatched, um, and I love that he is just a kid who bothers Leslie mm-hmm. so much. Yes. Um, and so, and then also the, you know, like the stakeout, stakeout elements of it all with her and Dave and the candy necklace. Yes. The, the can- candy not eating. Yes. Yeah. All these different elements of this story that I just, I just, just love. So, um, then Tom, also Tom getting like arrested kind of, or well, that's, that's like, a different episode. Oh, that that's the stakeout. That's the stakeout. Like, that's right. Le- Leslie and uh, Dave watching yes. Pekaitis all night. Pekaitis, yeah, following him around. That's right. And the fact that he hired a mom and they go <laughs> and they egg his house and, uh, <laughs> and he's not there. Um, but then when they finally do catch him, uh, the way that the camera like is running with them, it felt like an episode of Cops from my youth uh, where the the camera is like trying to chase down the the bad guy with the officers like all of those things like yeah. it was just such a good episode like when you grew up in michigan yes uh i i didn't i don't have any memories of watching television from my from my times in michigan when i, well, left I just when I was the, 18 months old i just met the cops like running after you yeah <laughs> okay i'm know. talking about just watching the show cops not, i've never oh. had cops actually chase me on okay. foot my, that's my bad so, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's why I chose number five, Pekai- Greg Pekaitis. And then also just, uh, the fact that he shows up later, uh, and again, thwarts Leslie's plans, uh, for somebody else's life, um, because, uh, she, he's dating the, the girl who he, he want Leslie wants to bring on as an intern and Ron's like, isn't that the boy who bothered you? <laughs> Yeah, so just great. But just, just the fact that he shows up is enough to basically ruin everything. Yes. Yeah. Pachitis! So, it's great. And I say that I, I find myself yelling Pachitis more often than I should. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I eat peaches menacingly at people and nobody gets it. I just think I'm here to go. So. I leave peach pits as a threat <laughs> and a calling card. Take it down to the lab. We don't have a lab. I like. I love that. <laughs> like what Leslie thinks the small town Indiana police can do, and then Dave's reality check over and over again is like, no one's going to do that. No one's going to torture you. And the way Pekitis makes Andy cry, like yeah. <laughs> it's a mean thing to say to somebody. <laughs> so good, such a good episode. So, um, yeah. So that's uh, number five. Jeremy, what's your what's your number four? I'm going to go with fancy party. Fancy party. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, I have fancy party later. I'm going to go with 94 meetings. Oh, that is such a good episode. So it's such a great standalone episode. Yeah. So why did you choose fancy party at number four? Um, I, I enjoyed the way that they did the a wedding. Like, like I think sometimes in, in sitcoms and stuff, comedies that weddings and just in, television shows in general weddings can be such a slog and they're, they're so formulaic and i thought the two wedding episodes in parks and rec were really well done in fact i think sure um uh and daniels that they do a great job with their wedding episodes like the office wedding was a little bit more kind of like a traditional one but then that one had a twist um but yeah i, I just like i just like the the wedding episode and, and the way they did it um and harris it was is hilarious and 
the jersey and um, just, you know, Leslie freaking out, but growing a little bit, letting the kids be kids, you know, mm-hmm. and like figuring out how to make their own mistakes if, if they're going to um, and just letting people be happy, even if it's not perfect. So yeah, that's why I chose Fancy Party. Excellent. Very yeah. good. Well, I chose 94 meetings because I wanted an episode that introduces us to a lot of the town. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that one uh, also reveals to us uh, the uh, the nature of Ron and April's relationship mm-hmm. uh, in a way that uh, is just wonderful. Uh, and that, you know, Ron actually does care for April, even though he's really mad that she scheduled all these meetings for March 31st because she doesn't think March 31st exists. <laughs> Great joke. Yes. <laughs> Such a good joke. Uh, and so, yeah, so they're all on the same day. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to like dump these all off on Leslie. And Leslie leaves to try to stop a, a birthday party <laughs> for Nick Newport Sr. <laughs> and so he, she's completely unhelpful for this whole episode. Um, it's like and- the one time he really needs her. Yeah. And she's even excited about the idea. Let's like ramp it up to get it to an even hundred. Um, and, and, you know, and so like dividing it all up with the different people and, uh, and like finding herself on the team somehow, even though she doesn't work there and taking meetings and they find out that she's a nurse and she's just diagnosing things for people. Right. And, you know, as a, as you know, both of our wives being nurses, it's one of those things that just like, yes, this absolutely happens. When somebody finds out you're a nurse, they ask you the weirdest and most personal questions. And, <laughs> like, and, and they show them their bodies. Yes. It's terrible. Like they just like, hey, what do you see underneath my nipple here? Is that another <laughs> one? Or no, I've had, I mean, just. Is that another nipple? Pull up their shirt and go, should I be concerned about this? And it's like, well, I mean, maybe you should be concerned about how you act in public. first. <laughs> yeah. The, the melanoma, probably not good. Yeah. What you're doing before your children right now? Terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to scar them much longer than any surgery you're going to have. Um, and then they go, yeah, but what about on my back here? See this rash? Yeah. yeah it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. People think that your nurse friend is an opportunity to save on a copay. <laughs> and I don't know about your wife, but Kathy is always like, I'm not a doctor. So you should go take that. She's always like, you should go to a doctor. Yeah. So not a doctor, not a doctor. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I just love that episode. I love the different problems that people have. I love that Andy is like trying to not answer anybody's questions with a positive, not to say yes to anything and right. like promises a new aqua- aquatic center and like wants to join the Frisbee league. Come to find out later, he does join a Frisbee league and they're called the Frisbee champs and he named them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I love, I love that, that kind of episode. And uh, yeah, so. That was mine. Uh, my number four. Uh, Jeremy, what is your number three? Number three, I'm going to go with Sister City. Uh, and I know this probably isn't very high on a lot, but on a lot of li- like as far as absolute best. But personally, I thought Fred Armisen. I, what I really liked about this one was that Leslie actually has somebody to get worked up about. A lot of times she creates her own drama. And here we have this guy, this crew that's really you know, being mean, I mean, I don't know, just, they're just driving her crazy and putting down her town. And, um, and I just, the way she reacts, the way she tries to keep it together and, um, you know, Viva and all of it, it's, it's great. And, you know, uh, jail is one of my favorite 
bits, one of my favorite mm-hmm. jokes. You'd be, you know, straight to jail. Use it for many things in life. Um, so yeah, yeah, Sister City for sure is is up there for me. How about yeah. you? Uh I went with flu season. Oh man, we're so close. So I'll just say it now. That was, do, that's my number two. So you okay, can just keep great. going. Yeah, I do love the uh Sister City. Mm-hmm. I think it is yeah, I, I was torn uh on putting it on this list. Mm-hmm. Um and I, you know, if it was a top ten, I probably would have kept it on there. Um, mainly because I also constantly say straight to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. Uh and when uh, anytime, my, my country? And any anytime Venezuela's in the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say you Venezuela. <laughs> Venezuela, my country. My country. Uh and uh yeah, so I just love that. And I also love that <laughs> this, this city was planned. <laughs> yeah. So many things. <laughs> There's so many good jokes in it. Uh and I, I love that like the in the role of intern in Venezuela is a highly sought after role. And like he has palaces and villas and all this stuff. And he, he's trying to impress April and April is not impressed at all by him. Um, but then they eventually go Donna and April go to, <laughs> to Venezuela. I love that. It's yeah, so they, good. Use, they just use them for a free trip basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is a great episode. Um, but yeah, flu season, uh, one of the reasons why I love flu season is because we start to see, uh, Ben, um, and his interest in caring for Leslie, Mm -hmm. but also his, how he's impressed by Leslie. She's so like, yes, she's crazy, but when she needs to, like, she can like get control of the situation and you know present in like that presentation uh and he's just like that was a flu ridden michael jordan right like right those, that that kind of uh respect for her and her ability like i just really like that um and i also find myself quoting uh chris traeger stop pooping way yes. more than i should yes you do um so and you know yeah it's just a good episode and when he chris is like leslie came in through that hole in the wall <laughs> the door (laughs) and i may have thrown up somewhere in this room (laughs) check that drawer (laughs) it's it's just so dumb and so funny um yeah it's a good episode uh so that was my number three it makes me laugh um so yeah all right uh jeremy your number two was flu season yeah number two was flu season all right so so what uh why did you put that in number two so all the same reasons, um, just a lot of the medical stuff um, that the, um, I, I can't remember all of the lines, but that um, it's where we get a lot more of Dr. What's his face and how sarcastic and terrible he is and pretty much, you know, useless. Um, and yeah, April being so terrible to Anne um, <laughs> and just all of their crazy demands. And yet they still like grow out of the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I just flew season. And, and again, just. With with uh, nurse wives, that one just is it's really, really funny because of how real some of it is, um, just how ridiculous people are with sickness. And it's like, yeah, why listen to me? I'm only a doctor, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. People who. Oh, it's just so funny. Like the way the doctor is so. Um, he's a terrible person. <laughs> Right? He's really disconnected from his patients. Yeah, like he's he just doesn't so care. Doesn't care because just, he has to deal with them all the time. Right. 
Next. No. Like it's just it's just a number. Yeah. Later on, when Ron sees the doctor and he's like, I really love the, I love that kind of patient. Other patients ask so many questions. It's so annoying. <laughs> right. Uh, I, yeah. It's like, I get it. There are times where it's like, ugh, people, come on. Uh, Dr. Harris. There, there it is. Sorry. I had to find him in my list of characters. Um, yeah. Dr. Harris. He's a great, uh, great doctor. Just totally uh, uninterested. And when he goes to Anne's uh, Halloween party and he brings wine and nobody drank it. And he's like, nobody drank this. So I'm taking it. Also, I'm borrowing this book. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in his scrubs. Yeah. I was like, Oh, and like <laughs> you're a doctor who came as a doctor who would do that. And it's like all the nurses also <laughs> came as nurses. True. Um, yeah. Pretty funny. So good, good, good. All right. Uh, Andy, uh, my number two was Andy and April's. I mean, you're Jeremy. I was reading Andy. Uh, Andy and April's fancy party was number two for me. Oh, nice. Um, like what? Well, yeah. I, I placed it there because I really like Andy and April. I think they're a wonderful couple. Yeah. I think it's one of those. It was a surprise to everybody <laughs> that these people who just started dating like a few episodes before this are getting married <laughs> right. like, instead of like the long buildup of like, Will these people ever get married? It's like, no, they're getting married now. Um, And so I like that subversion of expectation. Um, But then I also, I I just really, like you said, April's uh, or Leslie's willingness to let them figure themselves out. Mm -hmm. And Ron's like moment of wisdom in the situation where I was like, you know, I've been divorced three times and, uh, you know, nobody's going to get it right. Nobody's going to get it perfect. Uh, and, uh, you know, and telling her like, you got to let people just be people and figure themselves out. Um, I thought that was really great. And, uh, Ron's instructions on how to effectively burn an ex-wife effigy. Right. Uh, we got to stand at a distance before, uh, tossing the flaming bottle of isopropyl alcohol. (laughs) So yeah, like that kind of stuff was, uh, was pretty funny. And then again, Harris and, uh, and, uh, Brett as they, (laughs) Brett, no. Whatever his name is, because of his name in Superstore. Yeah, Um, but like they released the doves, like that one's dead. (laughs) We know that now. It's all me. (laughs) And when he asks, "What's April's deal?" You (laughs) think she's down to clown? Like the the girl from the wedding Wedding? that just happened? (laughs) Oh, she's the girl from that thing. (laughs) Yeah, Harris is great. So um, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's my 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 number two episode. so, yeah, so in my my top five, four of them are very early in the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I just find that interesting. Like, I know it, it didn't drop off for me, but I do think that they did a really good job setting these characters and setting this story so that these early episodes, like, really resonate. Like the first season, none of these episodes are from the first season because the first season, I think they're still trying to figure it out. None of these episodes are centered on Mark Brandanaquitz because he's the worst. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're all, yeah, (laughs) they're just so bad. Um, uh, But yeah, so these, uh, yeah, I just really think the the early seasons are are really strong. Yeah, I wrote I wrote down just a couple like the idea of the arc of the entire show. Yeah. And season one was kind of like, you know, what is this show? It's not The Office. What's it going to be? And so we're just kind of introduced these characters. Season two, things start to get going and we start to get a little bit more 
But season three is where it really takes off. I think season three, I know we haven't finished our favorite episodes yet, but season three is probably, I think it's the this most solid season. Um, and then four is where, I mean, they now they're off and running. So they, they kind of set up the world in seasons one and two and then three. And then also kind of just the way the arc of, I mean, it's mostly driven by, by Leslie as our main character. And so, you know, so we're introduced to her. She is running. It's like the office, right? Like, well, I mean, the Parks and Rec office and just the relationships there. And then as they, you know, as the, as it goes on, we get bigger and bigger. We get into the town with the Harvest um, Festival and, and then we get into politics, town politics, and then finally towards the end, national politics. So, you know, we grow throughout the whole thing. So I think, yeah, those first two seasons were a little bit, you know, rough, but three and four were so good. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I agree. My feelings about the show. I mean, five, six, and seven were, were fun because now we've got all the setup and, and I think, you know, I don't know how you feel about this with movies and things, but like origin stories, I feel like are the most exciting because we don't know anything about the character or why they, why they do what they do. And once we figure that out, you know, now it's more about what are they going to do versus who they are as people. And even though they grow, I, that the origin stories are so fun because you're world building and, you know, um, Pawnee was such a great world and they were able to kind of keep it interesting by adding these extra characters and bringing them around uh, at different times. And I've got a whole list of like guest stars and stuff that they were able to bring on to the show after season two, uh, mostly because of Megan Mullally. So, um, I mean, I thought they did a really good job of, of keeping the, the show interesting and fresh, even though, you know, we knew who everybody was and kind of how they ticked by the end of season three. Well said. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So, so my, my final, my number one episode yeah. of the whole thing um, would probably have to be end of the world. End um, of the world. Wow. Yeah. Um, I chose end of the world because of, I love the uh, Zorpians mm -hmm. um, and how Ron is like cool with them, but also uses them to sell his homemade flutes. Um, and I really, really liked at this point, April and Andy's, uh, that arc, that, that whole thing where they're trying to do the list and she helps Andy in a way that Anne kind of never, like Anne was such a, a nurturer and a caretaker for Andy, almost like an enabler. And this is where it's like Andy just needed someone to do life with. And and I thought April did a really good job. And as I, you know, and he, he later on, we see he helps her with like and tries to make lists like it's like he learned from this. And and so when they end up at the Grand Canyon, you know, um, I, there was this super sweet, the road trip and they wake up and it's awesome. And then um, we wake up from the when he's asleep in the car and only to find out that he wanted to go to Mount Rushmore. So I just, I think the, the final joke was, was great. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Where's End the, the president's faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that, that is a good episode. Uh, that's it. That's great. Uh, my number one is the cones of Dunshire. Ah, awesome. Um, because it plays on a joke that started, you know, when Ben was one of his unemployed seasons, Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I'll throw this away. Um, but it didn't just go away. And then the um, uh, accounting office was into it and they 
created the game and they gave uh, Ben the the copyright for it and all these different things. But then in order to get the free Wi-Fi for Pawnee, he he and Andy go to San Francisco, they go to Grizzle, uh, and he wins it with the game that he created. Um, and so throughout the whole series, Ben is kind of this put upon guy who is just like trying to like clean up other people's messes is what it feels like. Uh, but then here is this opportunity for him to actually like be the hero and in Andy's world, win the whole company. <laughs> uh, like I just really, I really enjoyed that episode. But then also part of that is uh, Leslie because they're in San Francisco less and Leslie's wrestling with the whole um, national parks job. Right. I do like that. Ben is able to help her see that her her opportunity is bigger than she could imagine. Uh, and, you know, so it leads to this next chapter for for her and Ben both to continue moving forward uh, in their in their careers. And so, yeah, so I feel like if the show ended there, like I would have been like, that's a pretty good end place. Right. Um, as they are kind of building a, um, yeah, building the future for the, for the show or for the people. And it kind um, of comes back, like Jen Barkley also kind of plays into a little bit by saying, you need to, you need to look bigger. Like this town is too small for you, you know? And then Ben reaffirms that with taking her and showing her the, the part that, that sign and saying, Hey, this is, you could be in charge of all of this. Right. And and it's not. And, and again, what, what's really nice about I feel like the show, it's not just about having control or having power. It's that Leslie's going to do something good with that. And Ben knows that like we the people need you to be in charge, to lead, because you're going to make it better. You're not in it for yourself. And yeah, so there's that undercurrent of optimism throughout the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. Agree, agree. So, yeah. So those are our top fives. I like it. Yeah. Wow. Comes good, a good list. I'm. I'm. Uh. I. I like that we both had mostly different lists. Yeah. Which is cool. Um. And uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Jeremy, what? Uh. What is your overall favorite character arc? Oh man. Um. So I. I think. I think the most fun one was Andy. Because you you get a guy who is literally living in a pit, like he breaks his legs, lives in a pit, only has a suit, and by the end, I mean, not only is he happy, um, you know, which you want for all the characters, but it, just his entire arc of trying to figure out from shoeshine boy to thinking as a policeman or wanting to be a, uh, an officer, and then really, you know, his band, and then and then finally the Johnny Karate show and then being able to walk away like not being selfish and being able to walk away from that so that uh april can live her dream you know because in the beginning he was taking from Anne like just her time and her energy and by the end he's just he's changed so much but he never loses who he is he's never loses that that golden retrieverness and i think that I mean, it's just, it's so endearing. I think April along the same lines, just the two of their character arcs of kind of growing up, but we say that like in such a bad way, but really they are making better decisions. Like they don't lose who they are. You know, you know I mean, they have a whole mm -hmm. episode about 
that as far as like, oh, we're boring. We're old, boring people now. And, and it's like, that's, it's not who you have to be. And, um, and then outside of that, probably a real close second is, is honestly is Tom because he was the worst. I mean, he was so, so bad in the beginning. He was almost wholly unlikable. Um, and, and by the end, you know, he, he grows so much. Um, and Lucy's great for him. He gets to be the, the, and, and, you know, he still keeps his swagger. He still keeps, but he's not falsely confident anymore. Um, he has made it and even failed and then made it again. And, uh, he gets brought down to earth, but still has his, you know, his own way of doing things, but he just isn't, he's just, he finally finds value in things like what, you know, really means things to people. Um, and isn't totally selfish anymore, but yeah. Anyway, how about you? What, who do you, who's your favorite arc? My favorite arc is Ron. Yeah. Ron Swanson, not Ron Dunn, Ron Swanson. Uh, because here's somebody who doesn't want to be a part of a government machine, but is a part of the government machine. Right. He like, has, how did you get in that job in the yeah, first place? What, yeah. Right? What is your goal? You were a steel worker. You were a metal worker, a woodworker. Yeah. What happened? So he, uh, so he's working from the belly of the beast, right? And uh, but he also doesn't want to care about anybody. He'd rather just be left alone. Um, but throughout the show comes to realize that, no, he does need people. Uh, and so these building, uh, the, the building of these workplace proximity associates that turn into friends, turn into family, um, you know, the way he uh, becomes like a father figure to April, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that is such a wonderful character development. Um, and then, you know, by the end of the show, he, uh, comes to Leslie asking for, uh, guidance and mm -hmm. direction on like what to do with his life, uh, and le leaves a very successful company, um, <laughs> to be more true to himself. When he, and he, he says, I mean, the actual line, I mean, he says, I don't, I made that mistake and I don't plan on repeating it. Right. Yeah. So he realize he he's a person who grows right. and changes while holding on to a pretty strong, like moral code of his yeah. own making. Uh, but still like he is a person of principle and, uh, but he also rec comes to realize that he, no man is an Island. Um, and so he's, yeah, just a person who's willing to change. And, um, you know, he's, he's a very funny character in-house like uh stoic he is and how like he's so self-reliant that and they really play up all of that um but then also like no he needs people yeah so yeah so i i just love i love ron uh so much i think he's one of the best best characters uh you know in all of television and having you know his family and all this stuff changes him over time you know i just love it so the, the tammies yeah, you know, he, you know, pursued uh his first wife because she told him to uh <laughs> and his second wife because, you know, he was pursuing like hedonism and pleasure uh and it was just selfishness really and then the, you know, with Diane and the girls, it's everything he didn't want. Right. But it was um yeah, like these loud girls and then another ch having a child and getting married, all this stuff like 
it is not something that Ron seems to have wanted, but it actually helped him become a a greater person. And Diane was a was a very strong, very independent, you know, woman like his other like, but she wasn't selfish. Like she wasn't yeah. trying to control Ron, but she had her own sense of identity and 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 purpose for her. And it was, I mean. Yeah. And so he still got to be with someone who wasn't just a pushover, but wasn't trying to actively take over his life. Right. Um, yeah. And, and just going back to his and April's relationship, just that the thing that sticks out to me is when she finds out that or when he he, find, he goes over to her house to ask her back and he calls her Zuzu and because her parents let it slip and she's like, OK, Duke's over. So like they yeah. just there's that mutual, you know, I, I know something and you know something and it's like. Oh man. So that was, that was really fun. A mutually assured destruction of secrets. Right, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah. So they, they, they have such a great relationship and, um, I just think they are, uh, a wonderful pairing. Um, so yeah, so Ron is probably the favorite character overall for me. Um, seconded by Andy mm-hmm. because and, like, like you said, Andy, you know, never loses that golden retrieverness to yeah. his life. Um, and, but his, his life situation changes, but it doesn't necessarily change him. Right. Right. Whereas Ron's life situation, like they're very different. Um, but like there's a, cause you know, Ron is transformed, but he is still the same, but better. Right. Like Ron doesn't lose anything. And I think that's what he comes to realize with his relationship with Diane is he's not losing anything. By being a part of her family. Right. He's not giving, because he is so, like, he values his privacy so much, like his aloneness so much that he's not, it's like he's losing that, but he's gaining so much more. Right. So and when realizes, Diane confronts him, like, you can't just go off the grid, right. delete all pictures of Ron. Like, you can't, <laughs> you know, you do need some people in your grid. And, you know, so his commitment to the belt clip cell phone, <laughs> Tom almost <laughs> dies and like, but Ron doesn't care what Tom thinks. And the same with Andy. Andy doesn't care what anybody thinks. Right. Uh, other than April. And so like that dynamic, one of the, you know, you know, one of the key things for anything, any healthy relationship, any healthy marriage is different, a healthy differentiation where the, the couple uh, are able to be their own people, but be on the same team. Right. And so Andy and April are, uh, like they're a pretty early, uh, picture of that. Like they are, uh, their own people, uh, but they wildly different. Yes. But also they just love being together. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though they're so different. Uh, and then Ron and Diane are also like both the strong willed, uh, independent minded people they've done a lot on their own as, as a single parent and as just a single man who's just like wildly successful and wealthy beyond any idea. Um, he doesn't need anybody in his mind, but they come to respect each other and, uh, want to be together. Right. And so, yeah, when couples are only ever do things together and all the, all the time, it's like, that's a, that's a, mm. <laughs> <Red flag>. right. <laughs> so like we played, uh, this, uh, we had this couple over, uh, to play board games, uh, years and years ago. And, uh, they told us like, if we're playing board games with teams, we have to be on the same team. Otherwise we 
really get mad at each other. <laughs> and I was like, you know, this is a game, right? I'm not talking about you and your I was going to say, like, dude, I mean, it could have been. And it, I was kind of like waiting to see if this was some veiled criticism. No, no, not at all. Uh, no, you just tell me to my face. Which I would. I, I have no problem right. telling you that. Yeah, no problem. That's good. But this, uh, and it was one of those things where it's like, that just doesn't seem healthy <laughs> right. to like say like no we can't we can't compete against each other it's like well, really like it'd be a very long it's a very quiet ride home yeah and you know so it's <laughs> like i don't know it just really freaks me out when people are that uh like codependent where they can't like differentiate like this is a game time and we're playing between like no this is our relationship anyway i'm Four sure there's life i'm sure there's words for this um probably it's called couples counseling yeah which i'm not i'm not a therapist and so i i tell people that right away when they're like can we meet with you i was like you should know i will disappoint you <laughs> <laughs> but here's richard nygaard's number yeah <clears throat> so yeah all right uh well awesome uh jeremy you said you wrote down a bunch of bits and jokes and i didn't write down any Oh, I just, these are just things that kind of came to the top of my mind. So right, I just, go. I'm just going to just bust through them. Probably one of my absolute favorite lines. Um, it's about the cones. Uh, you mm -hmm. forgot, you know, you learned a lot of flashy moves. It's about the cones. Um, the essence of the game. <laughs> it's the essence of the, um, yes, my, my lonely farmer. Um, the, uh, Andy's, uh, joke that made all the writers upset when he said network connectivity problems, um, yeah. just because there's lore behind that and the show is great. You already said stop pooping. Um, I really love the arcs of the Harvest Festival and Unity concert because it's, it felt very town connected. So those those season, you know, two, three, four in there um, were really fun uh, from that aspect. Um, I'm just again, none of this is really in order. Oh, food and stuff. April's crows. Um, the it's a good deal on crows. It's a really good deal on crows. Uh, this is where I get my food and most of my stuff. Um, ben, I you know I got to go back to Ben. You. As far as favorite characters, Ben is my favorite character on the show. Uh, I, I relate to him a lot. Um, like, so one of my favorites, though, and now I say that, and then I'm going to say this. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Is depressed Ben. Um, mm -hmm. Because could, could a depressed person make this? And his claymation and um, <laughs> calzone zones and just all of the ridiculousness of that. But like you said, out of that comes the board game. And I think, you know, it was a throwaway thing. And, and there's chapters of our lives where... Things don't make sense, but maybe later on they can. And I thought that was really cool. Um, one of my absolute, I was, <laughs> do you remember the sight gag? Of course you do, because it's one of the best. Get on your feet on the, in the comeback yes. episode. And, yes. and then they build the small platform. And it's just and this, the ramp, the, the red carpet that's the, way too short. The red carpet that's too short, the platform that's too small. And then they just all fall and they keep playing the song over and over. And they do it long enough to where it comes from cringy to i mean funny to cringy to like this is boring to absolutely hysterical and i thought that was i just can't get that uh bobby newport is uh hilarious uh leslie's um th the whole idea of just that libraries and vegetables are terrible mm -hmm. um that that running gag i really enjoyed the murals from the beginning of the of the show um i like that they didn't you know pound it into the the dirt um throughout the years but i always thought that was really funny um, treat yourself. I mean, how can you not? That's, that's a thing that I know a lot of people actually do. Um, and just, you know, a good reminder to like, Hey, it's okay. You know, go, you don't have to buy like stuff that's out of, you know, don't go spending credit, but like 
you know, it's okay to buy something nice for yourself every once in a while. Yeah, like um, a Batman suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You deserve it. Um, you can like fix Dwight. the router. <laughs> like, and then it even goes into Dwight when he wants the character, the 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 wizard figurine right. at the in the mall. Um, and then just some lines, and just a few lines that stuck out. Um, and Ron seems like even though Ron Dunn is kind of the the cliche wise guy, like wise wise guy, wise uh, wise man, mm-hmm. um, Ron Swanson just had the best like relational advice, like never half-ass two things, whole ass one thing. You know, we, we need right. we need reminders like about that. Um, and uh, Craig, I love Craig. Um, he has a medical condition and it's called caring too much and it's incurable. Um, uh, and uh, jogging is the worst. I know it keeps you healthy, but God, at what cost? And that I just really relate to Anne there. Um, and uh, Ron, again, with food, you know, he, we know he loved food. Just give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Wait, I worry. What you just heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Do you understand? Um, I don't know why that has always stuck with me. And then finally, I think Leslie kind of puts a capper on life. Um, and remember, we need to remember what's important in life. Friends, waffles, work. Or waffles, friends, and work. It doesn't matter, but work is third. So I just like <laughs> putting things in order. Well done, Leslie. So anyway, those are, yeah, those are just kind of the things that Gary Merbles, Nygardians, um yeah, I got a question. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, so, there's so many, there's so many things. The spinning cone of meat, um, you know, meat tornado. Where do you stop? You know, you can't. It's it's great. Anything, yeah. anything shake loose in your head talking about this? Bobby I mean, Newport. <laughs> we we could just sit and talk about writing about, singing about what we're doing. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, I mean, it, this show is just rich. It's so rich. And this is probably the 15th time that I've done a rewatch of this show. Yeah. Right? Easily. Like, it is one of those shows that I just go back to again and again. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a... When people tell me they don't like it, I just don't understand who hurt them. Right. Right? Like, why don't you like it? Like, it's it's... It's inoffensive, it's fun, and uh, it's not habit forming. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just such a good show, and yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of jokes, a lot of jokes per minute, a lot of uh, a lot of heart, uh, and yeah, it's just a great show. Yeah, um, it's not it's not super cynical. Even April, who is probably the most cynical pe- person in the show, is still has you know. She she changes a bit too. Um, there was like I mentioned before, there was a ton of guest stars throughout the series. So just kind of to to remind um, remind us, and uh, I won't say them all, but we already mentioned Fred Armisen. We had Will Arnett, Kristen Bell, um, John Benjamin, um, Chris Bosch, and uh, uh, the basketball player in Detlef Shrimp. Um, you said Louis C.K. We had Sam Elliott as uh, Dunn. Uh, Will Forte as the the, the Twilight, um, Twilight Twilight guy, uh, Genuine was in there. John Hamm, um, you know the douche Nick Kroll, John Larroquette, uh, Andrew Luck, um, Parker Posey was really funny. Andy Samberg, hey guys, check out this log I found. J.K. Simmons and uh, Justin Thoreau, um, and then um, 
Oh, I thought Peter Serafinowicz, um, his little arc with Andy, that whole thing mm-hmm. was hilarious. And then also a lot of politics because um, we had Biden and Barbara Boxer, Newt Gingrich, McCain, Obama, Michelle Obama, um, and just, yeah, I, so many, so many little things, so many tertiary characters, so many, you know, some of them came back, some of them didn't, but they just built this really rich world. And and the final, my final kind of thought was like, as you leave the series, as it's over, I get why when you go into Brooklyn Nine-Nine or The Office or even The Good Place, people do want this to exist in the same universe because it's like, I miss these people. I miss this town. You know, I can't live there, but you know, I, I want it to be out there. So when I'm watching this show, the fact that that could be out there makes everything, you know, it's just, it's, I know it's still out there, you know? And, uh, so I don't, I don't fault people for trying to do the whole, you know, is it a crossover or is it, or is it in the same universe, even though, you know, the same characters play or the same actors play different characters in them. But I don't know. I don't know what you thought about that whole, you know, sure verse, but yeah. Well, as a fan of comic books, I'm open to the multiverse. Okay. And so if they were to fall into a, a multiversal portal of some sort, I'd be fine with that. If it was, if, if in 20 years, Mike sure comes out and he's like, yeah, they were all supposed to be in the same universe the whole time. I'd be like, excellent. Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. Patton Oswalt's, uh, mon, uh, um, is a filibuster filibuster completely improv filibuster yes. yes it's fantastic that's one of the best and just because multiverse and star yeah. wars and marvel at the same time and when they did boba fett <laughs> the books of boba yeah. fett yes. that's how he came back out like it's like the yeah, hand reaches so up out of the maw <laughs> the maw of the sarlacc <laughs> um yeah it's so good it uh yeah so many wonderful wonderful things and we could talk about it all day but we probably shouldn't. No, because it's still a half day, which is still. Yeah, a you thing. probably have to go get your kids. And <laughs> we'll, I'll so. complain about it for the next couple of years <laughs> until we get done with Brooklyn Nine Nine, because I think both my kids will be graduated by the end of that one. So oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, uh, Jeremy, I'm glad that we have finished this show, and I can finally watch something else with my life. <laughs> so onward to Brooklyn Nine Nine. All right, man. Well, I'm I'm excited for it, um, and I'll see you. I'll see you at the precinct, man. Yeah, uh, at the next briefing or whatever. <laughs> Sounds so, good. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.